Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Family Geekery Podcast. I'm Amber. I'm Danny. And I'm Chris. And today we're gonna race. Just kidding. We are <laughs> gonna talk about racing games. Racing games and driving games. Any kind of car games or other vehicles. Yeah, so we, uh, we've been planning to do this one for a while. And we actually had to miss last week because we were all busy traveling for the holidays. So hope all the listeners out there had a nice Thanksgiving. Had some turkey or ham of your choosing. And uh, yeah, we were just too busy to, uh, to get the episode out. So we decided just to skip a week. Hopefully you didn't miss us too much. But uh, besides uh, that, anything else going on this week, girls? Yeah, I started watching Wednesday on Netflix um, about Wednesday Adams, and it is really good so far. I've only seen two or three episodes of the eight, I think there are, but it is so good. It's kind of goofy, you know, but it's Tim Burton and it's great. And Jenna Ortega, the girl who plays Wednesday, is a phenomenal actress. And um, Lady Brienne from uh, Game of Thrones is in it. And she's the headmaster of the the school. I thought you would like that. And (laughs) she's like all dolled up. She's got bright red lipstick, which is totally different from how she (laughs) looks in in Game of Thrones. Does she Uh, carry around a sword? No. Oathbreaker? (laughs) Or was it Oathkeeper? Oathbreaker. Oathkeeper? Yeah, yeah, I think it was both. I don't know. I never finished the show. But Kingslayer. <laughs> but that's really good. And I've seen lots of um, interviews with Jenna Ortega. And it's just crazy how much thought and intention she put behind her character. Um, and it's a, it's a really good show so far. And she does a great job. I heard she was somewhat... Uh scared of of trying to fill in the fill the shoes of what christine ricci yeah from the old movies yeah she said that they like never talked about wednesday adams as a character when they when they talked they they kept conversation to anything but her (laughs) (laughs) that's funny i'll have to check that out how about you dan anything going on uh nothing much for me but i haven't started watching Wednesday yet but I heard that during filming like she didn't blink during a scene and they're like oh we like that don't blink anymore so I think throughout (laughs) the series she just doesn't blink yeah which I think is pretty cool that's crazy that's crazy uh and I've been uh I've been traveling a little bit also so in the process of traveling I've been testing out different types of mobile controllers controllers that you slap onto your phone device and uh i I tested out a couple i did some reviews on youtube so if you want to check those out uh go ahead and check out the youtube channel see i checked out a razor kishi which is an android based uh controller and then i checked out the backbone which is an ios controller and both of them are pretty good at what they do assuming that you're playing on a service that is is decent <laughs> streaming service that's decent 
Xbox works pretty good. PlayStation was a little weird. Um, but the Apple arcade games play awesome on the backbone. So check out those those videos and uh, see if you want to slap a controller on your on your phone thing. <laughs> All right, Speaking so we ready? To, oh, go go go! Speaking of Apple Arcade, um, I <laughs> I recently redownloaded um, Oregon Trail on there and didn't make it very far before I lost half of my people and then just decided to give up. Did anybody Turns die out, of dysentery? No, but it turns out 63% success rate of floating a river is not enough success rate to succeed. Well, anything anything less than 100% is not guaranteed. <laughs> no, but I thought I had fate on my side, but I, I didn't. Math. Yeah. Just just be glad you're doing it on a phone and not you know actually traversing yeah. the Oregon Trail like I did when I was a kid. Oh yeah, because you totally were old, that old, that old. Yeah, well, I did play it on a TRS eighty, which I bet you you've never even seen a TRS eighty before. So no, but I did play that version at my school on a new computer, and <laughs> <laughs> that was basically the first first game I think I ever played on a computer was the Oregon Trail. Wow, epic! Yeah. That's that's a little little Chris history for you, a little Christery. I was going to say that. I was going to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> that would be strange because it's not a term that I've ever said out loud ever. <laughs> and you guys are both thinking of it. Well, cool. So we are going to talk about racing games, which I'm going to include in their driving games also. Anything that involves going fast or using a vehicle. And uh, I'm afraid that I'm going to just absolutely overpower you guys as far as like numbers of games because yeah like driving games is my genre that's that's always been my favorite so i have a lot oh, of oh i just thought of good ones i'm sorry continue all right good <laughs> <laughs> you said you said driving games and two very popular games popped into my head oh okay so uh why don't you go ahead and kick it off then oh oh okay well, the two that popped into my head were GTA and Saints Row, which I just remembered have cars. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Grand Theft Auto? Whoa. <laughs> like, almost like they titled it after a vehicle. <laughs> um, and those imagine, are... if, imagine if it had been Grand Theft Llama. Do you think the series would have been quite as popular? I think it would have been even more popular. Probably GTL. <laughs> it's like Goat Simulator, but llamas. Yeah. And yeah. Robberies. All right, so go ahead and continue on there, Amber. <laughs> um, sure. So GTA exists, and it's a game I've not played a whole lot of, but it's got cars, and you drive real fast in them. Sometimes. And I've played more Saints Row than GTA. And I like that one because it's got the cool, like, mob situation. Um, like, the different, like, clans that you d d destroy. Upset. <laughs> <laughs> and and all, the, all the mini games. Um, 
like like the insurance fraud one. That one's a real fun one. Oh yeah, I mean the game's just a huge parody of GTA, basically. Yeah, <laughs> but it's really fun to obey the traffic laws in that game. Because it's kind of hard to though. It is hard to because all the other cars are dumb, <laughs> <laughs> just like in real life. Um, Especially when they get spooked by something. Like, which may not even be something legit. Like, I get it. If you if you jump out of your car and you stick a gun in the windshield, they're going to get spooked and drive off. But sometimes on that game, they just get spooked by, like, nothingness, and they just start driving crazy. <laughs> but that's that's part of the fun of that game, for sure. It's really silly. Especially the, the newer ones with, like, the superpowers and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. Like, that's just crazy wacko, but Yeah, number four fun. was a little... They, they jumped the shark a little bit with number four. <laughs> yeah, um, the vice president with superpowers. It, well, I mean, that's just or a natural president. progression. You you join a gang and then you become the vice president and get superpowers. That's how the world works. Sounds good to me. Um, but those are really fun ones. Not necessarily racing games, but um, I feel like some of them have racing mini games right like probably oh yeah like drive fast keep up with the bad guy or whatever or get away from the cop yeah so those are two big ones two vehicle games red dead redemption had some horse racing that's true (laughs) that's that's gta but in the wild wild west Mm -hmm. yeah they had like the whole like horse drawn carriage racing thing Mm -hmm. yeah what else? You got any other favorites? Oh yes, um, Mario Kart. the The first racing game I ever played, and probably the only real racing game I've ever given enough time and effort to. But I'm bad at it. <laughs> Are you talking like going Ow. back to the Wii, the original Wii? I don't know which one we played it on. We played the Wii one, and I've played the Switch one a little bit, but. It's just so bad, but it's a it's a lot of fun when you have your friends together, and the same person gets first place every single game. That's not you. And then, and then I get thirteenth place every single game. <laughs> yeah, I think going all the way back to like the Nintendo sixty four, mm. like that console had four console port or controller ports right on the front, and then Nintendo kind of carried that along to the GameCube and and so on and so on and. Having those four controller ports and having the, the split screen, that mm-hmm. was kind of what, what made Mario Kart like the ultimate couch co-op or couch, you know, four-player game of its time. So, yeah, that's definitely a classic. And I like that you can play as all the Mario characters and, like, pick the different wheels and, and different bodies of the car or motorcycle or whatever you're driving. Um, it's really fun, and and the maps are all really cool. Yeah, I think the last time last time I played would have been the Switch version, and I think I picked Link, and had his little uh, like shield thing for the wings or whatever on his vehicle, <laughs> so that you fly farther. I don't know if it, if it's just cosmetic. It's probably just cosmetic, but it still looked pretty cool. <laughs> Anything else? 
Um, yeah, I guess the, the last one that I've got is, um, is excite bots. Excite bots racing. We've talked yeah. about it before on this, uh, I think on this podcast. Probably. I don't but, remember in what context we did. Yeah, I don't know why we would have brought it up, but that one is super fun on the Wii and you play as little robot versions of animals. Um, that are also cars um (laughs) (laughs) and i think i would always play as the turtle i think there was a or maybe there was a frog i don't remember which one i played as but it was cute i remember a lot of insects there was like a beetle and was there a grasshopper or something i think so yeah that was the yellow one it had Mm -hmm. the the mechanic of using the the wii controller Mm -hmm. sideways and rotating it and it was, I, I wasn't a super fan of using motion controllers on the Wii because when they first came out, they were a little janky. But that game, it actually worked pretty well. And it was a pretty unique mechanic to uh, to control the game, mm-hmm. spinning mm. it around. Yeah, like you would grapple onto the like bar and then spin it real fast, like in a circle towards you and then mm-hmm. fly off. Yeah, almost like a... Uh, what a parallel bar you know (laughs) gymnast would do or whatever the the high bar is called when they spin around for their dismount that's basically what you're doing with your insect car robot thingy yeah if you've never played that before go check it out go buy a wii (laughs) at your local flea market yeah go back to 2008 get a wii buy three of them just so you know that something's gonna work on it (laughs) and find that game it's a it's a good game. Yeah, it was funny when all of us would be on the same rod at once, and it's just like four <laughs> insect cars just. Yeah, it would make a really funny noise, <laughs> and then we'd all like dispatch at different times. Yeah. Yep. Good game. Yeah, but those are the only two like real racing games that I played a whole lot of. I think. Unless I'm forgetting a super major one, in which case, is it really major if I don't remember it? Nope. We'll have to set you up with some racing games next time you come home. I don't know. I'm just really bad at them. (laughs) (laughs) That's the fun thing about racing games is sometimes (laughs) sometimes when you're bad, it's funny and it's fun. That's true. All right, Danny, you want to take over? Sure. My first one that I thought of was one I played a few years ago when we first got our VR headset. It was the first VR game I played, or one of the first that I played. And it was Drive Club Drive Club RV. Wait. RV. VR. VR. <laughs> I wrote it wrong in my notes. A, a VR version of an RV game would be epic. That's awesome. <laughs> Twelve-hour road trip today. <laughs> today we're going to go through the Midwest. That includes Michigan. Oh. Inside family geekery joke. Oh. Anyways, <laughs> drive club VR. <laughs> And it was fun because I was probably like, um, like preteen, like 
never driven a car before, so... You didn't drive a car when you were a preteen? No. What the heck? <laughs> and <laughs> it was funny. It was fun because it's like you're in the car and you could like look around <laughs> while you're driving. Right. I hope you look around while you're driving. <laughs> well, it's unique in the sense that most racing games, you're staring ahead of you. And yeah. in that, that VR game, you can look to the side and not see where your car is going. Which yeah. Is somewhat dangerous. <laughs> it was It was fun. Hopefully it builds good habits for you, though. I think so. Driving off cliffs and <laughs> looking around. But that was a good one. Yeah, VR VR racing, that's pretty epic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Another one. I'm going across all the different gaming consoles. Um, this one is actually a tablet game. It's CSR Classics. It's a I played it on the iPad and it was kind of it was like a side view racing game where I think it was only against like one other person because you had to like level up and you'd go against like faster and more advanced cars as you went. Yeah, it's drag racing. Mhm. Drag racing you're usually up against one person. That one was fun because you get to customize your car, do it different colors, and then the more races you won, the more money you got, and then you could enhance your skills or car mechanics and things. Yeah, and buy new cars and new classes and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, that was, that was a fun, fun game. Neat neat mechanic on that game also, just tapping, tapping at your shift mm-hmm. points to shift at the right spot or else... You get left behind. Yeah. Cool. What else? Um, and then this one's kind of a goofy one because Amber took two of mine. <laughs> um It's almost like you grew up in the same house playing the same games. That's right. And <laughs> this one is Webkin's Rally. <laughs> <laughs> Was that built into Webkins? Yeah. It was one okay. of the many games you could get coins. You didn't go against anyone. You kind of just was on a straight road. Your car only moved left and right, and the road made it look like you were going forward. And you just had to avoid the obstacles and get the coins. And Oh, I remember that one. <laughs> you could get your your money to buy your Webkins. Your cash. Kins Cash. Kins Cash, yeah. Good old Webkins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good old Webkins. They ripped off other games and just reskinned it. That's Webkins. Except was was there ever really another game where you just smacked some creature with a Not baseball bat? <laughs> Zingo was a good one. That was bizarre. <laughs> Like a kid's game where you're just purposely smacking something with a baseball bat and making it seeing how far he flies. <laughs> Crazy. Anything else, Danny? Nope. Alright, so I've, like I said, I feel really bad that I've got such an extensive list that I've uh, categorized in about 17 different categories in chronological oh, order. Wow. <laughs> but I'll, 
I'll keep it to the, the greatest hits here, but like I said, I've been playing, uh, obviously been playing video games most of my life, and, and racing has always been the genre for me, so I'm going to start off in the arcade, because that's where, like, even even in the early days of, of home gaming, your your game controller was probably a keyboard, so when you went to the arcade, you actually had a, a, a steering wheel in your hand, so that was... That was kind of the defining feature for going to the arcade. So one of the first ones I loved was called Turbo, which is just a... It's it's really a game that holds up in, in the test of time because you're just racing straight up the, the road and the road kind of curves and it you've got other opponents on there that you're going around and you have a, a predetermined amount of time and you have to pass as many cards as you can and you get points for that. And it was really fun. There's if you pass so many cards, then you get a bonus round. You get bonus, you know, another twenty seconds or something. And it's a lot of fun. And the game itself had, you know, how most arcade games just have a high score, um, mm-hmm. high score page that you see. Mm-hmm. This actually had like a separate display above the game that had, you know, like a the red LED or LCD. I guess LED, the red LED seven segment display where you have the different scores. So it had like a top five or something scoreboard above the game. So you could, if you got the high score, there was, it was really something. Wow. So that was fun. Um, similar to that pole position, pole position was more of an indie style racing game. So you're going around a track and I remember I think my parents brought us up to Jekyll Island, which you girls have been to also. Yes. And I remember that the hotel we were in had, you know, back then hotels had arcades in the, in the lobby, something for the kids to do. And the uh, the hotel had a pole position machine in it. And I remember just filling that thing with quarters and about two bucks into it, you know, it got pretty good where I was setting high scores and stuff. And it was just just a super fun racing game that you get the high-low shifter so you can uh, really get the feel for going into corners and taking your foot off the accelerator. And it, it made a difference, right? It wasn't just smash the accelerator and just go as fast as you can. You had to actually plan it out. So that was fun. Uh, another arcade game that, uh, that I loved and, and you guys have played with me at the local arcade is Ivan Stewart's Off-Road. Remember that one? Yeah. I did not like it. Because <laughs> you lost. It was, I was pretty good at it. It's it's favorited towards whoever wins the first round. They just keep getting better. I'm, I'm stuck. Yeah, but then at a certain point, everybody has fully maxed out cars, and then it's just fun. Well, I didn't. <laughs> well, when, when you're playing at an arcade that you don't have to pay for the credits, yeah, you can, you can max out your car when you're putting a quarter in every time you lose. That, that makes it a little bit harder, but I I blame myself for making that a horrible experience for you, Danny, because I just couldn't could not show off and, and win. <laughs> Amber came close a couple times. What about three, about three or four races into it, I finally fessed up and said, hey, I used to own this game at home, <laughs> like the arcade <laughs> game. So, but that's a, that's a fun one. Um, now, a, a game that came out probably when I was just about driving age, maybe a little bit before driving age, was called Hard Driving. 
and it was made by Atari, and it was the first of its kind in the sense that it was all polygons. So we know polygons now. The more polygons you have in a game, the better 3D it looks, right? Yeah. Well, this was like there may be like seven polygons in the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty rough looking, but it was like absolutely phenomenal at like how how it had gone to 3D where other games couldn't go to 3D like this. The other thing that was special about it, it had force feedback steering wheel. It had a key for the ignition that you had to actually turn to crank the car. It had um, three pedals. So you had the full accelerator, the brake, and the and the clutch. It had a five, I think a five position shifter. So you'd have to shift through all five gears. And if you crashed, it would give you a slow motion replay of the crash. <laughs> and, and in the game, the, the original one was hard driving. And in that game, you start off, you start the car, and if you don't have the clutch in when you start the car, you it doesn't start because you have to do that. And as wow. a thirteen-year-old who's never driven a stick shift before, <laughs> you have to learn that. <laughs> you have to learn that the hard way. But you start off driving straight ahead, and then the road forks. And I think if you go to the right, there's a stunt track. If you go to the left, it's a race track, and the race track is just one big, like kind of oval with a couple turns, and you're just going really fast, and that's boring. The stunt track <laughs> had like loop the loops it had jumps it had bank turns and if you if you hit the uh like the jump and it was just like a regular like ramp up and ramp down type jump if you hit that too fast you would crash your car um if you went through the loop the loop and you didn't stay in the loop the whole time you would (laughs) crash your car and you'd see these slow motion um crashes and then you know Again, like four polygons of fire flaming on your car. <laughs> but that that hard driving was awesome. They they followed that up with one called Race Driving, which had the original track, and then it had some new tracks and new stunts, and that was just as good. Um, the the next arcade game that kind of like pushed the the genre forward a little bit would be the Cruising games. You guys have certainly seen those in the arcade, Cruising America and Cruising World. Mm-hmm. And you, at the beginning, you get to pick your car and, uh, and you're racing up against maybe like six other things and it's just awesome graphics, you know, kind of cartoonish graphics, but awesome graphics. And you pick what city or what part of the, you know, are you going to be in the jungle or New York city or Las Vegas strip and you race against the other cars. And that was, uh, that was a favorite also. So that's, uh. Uh, there's a million other racing games I'd love to play in the, the arcades, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it there. I, actually, I've, I forgot one. Outrun. Outrun was another game that, in the early days of the arcade, it kind of pushed the uh, the envelope of graphics, and it was it was really fun. It was a you drive a Ferrari like on the beaches of California or something, and you work your way across the United States, and every Every uh, checkpoint that you get to, you can go right or left at the fork in the road, and it gets you to a different city, and you just work your way across, I think, from the West Coast to the East Coast. So that's uh, that was a really fun game. And that one, uh, that one has been rebooted, basically, with every new console and, or something, I think. Even Outrun probably exists on the Switch these days, probably. 
Uh, let's see. So let's move over to the computer. And uh, one of the first games I remember playing that I loved was called Stunt Driving. And I, I love if you, if you see a little um, pattern here. I love stunt driving. Like racing around in a circle is not a whole lot of fun, but mm-hmm. going over ramps and stuff is awesome. And stunt driving had um, some pre-built tracks, but then it had a track editor. So you could use your computer to build your own track, put your own obstacles in there. And I just remember, you know, they they give you like a predetermined amount of real estate, probably, probably based on the, the memory, memory limitations (laughs) of a computer of those days. We're talking early nineties for this game. And I remember just making a, the longest straightaway you could with like a ramp at the end. So you could get as much speed as you could out of your car and then you just hit that ramp and just see how far you could go. <laughs> and then the other thing you could do with this game is you could adjust the physics. So you could set the gravity instead of <laughs> 9.8 meters per second, you could set it to like three. Whoa. <laughs> and you hit that ramp and uh, you could actually defy physics if you wanted to, like setting a negative number on that. And you could just launch up into air and just never come back down. So that was a, that was a fun game. Another game that kind of uh, defined the the early days of of racing on computers was Need for Speed. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So There's Need for Speed those, is right? it's been around again since the probably late '80s, and they start off kind of janky games, and then you know <laughs> obviously get a lot better as the consoles get better. But the early ones were actually a lot of fun, and then. Uh, once they started getting into like the PlayStation 2 era, they started branching out with games like Hot Pursuit, which was really cool because then you could either pick the part of the racer or the the uh, police car. Oh. And you could you could either try to outrun the police or you could try to catch the catch the uh, the racers and they give you even with the, the if you're playing the cop part you'd have like tire strips that you could set down like spike strips Whoa. to set a trap for someone to to run over or you'd have your siren and stuff is it, it was a lot of fun um there was a nascar game in the early days of computer that was pretty cool because you could actually use your modem that's that phone thing that okay. that we used before the high-speed internet existed (laughs) Mm -hmm. you could use your modem to dial into your friend whoa and uh race against him in nascar and and it was like legit nascar it was like 39 car fields Jeez. and yeah you you drive in a circle you'd either be in first place or last place there's like no sitting in the middle of of an arcade (laughs) game or a a video game of nascar it's it's hard (laughs) to be in the middle because there's just so many cars and the computer knows how to go into the turns and, and make it through the turns, and the humans usually don't. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. So let's switch gears into the console. Have I put you guys to sleep uh-huh. yet? No, you said switch gears. Oh, pun. Oh, <laughs> so getting into the early PlayStation 3D games... You know, we're, we're going to skip some of the early early consoles and, and get to the good ones. 
there's a, a game that came out on, on PlayStation called Gran Turismo. You ever heard of that? I think so. Maybe. Well, there's been like a bunch. <laughs> oh. So every every two years, probably, they put out a new one, like Gran Turismo 2, Gran Turismo 3, Gran Turismo 4. <laughs> and uh, and it got a little confusing because at the same time as when the GTA series is, is getting popular. Mm. So imagine being a parent and going to the store and I, I, I need that grand, that grand car game. What's that? What's that grand car game? Grand Turismo? Mm. Grand Theft Auto? Mm, I don't know. So it did get a little confusing because um, everybody was either calling it GT2 or GTA3 or, you know. <laughs> but the Grand Turismo series, it's not my favorite style of racing because it's ultra realistic. And I don't like ultra realistic. I like like over the edge, like arcade type <laughs> racing. But it was just impressive in the sense that, I mean, you're like setting tensions in your springs and you're adjusting your your engine and you're adjusting tire pressures and all that to to be you know to get your car to be better on a certain track. And then you go to a different track and you have to you know change your car up again. So it was a little bit too realistic for me, but. Uh, graphic wise and like physics wise it was the most realistic racing game that of its time so that was a very popular series and that's it was a playstation exclusive so that's probably one of the one of the things that kept the playstation you know rolling along here um there's a game that i know you guys have seen because it came out on the ipad and i had it on the ipad in the early days but it was a PlayStation 1 game called Driver. Do you remember Driver? I don't know. I'll describe it for you. You start off... So the, the whole premise is that you're the wheelman, you know, for... The wheelman wheel is, is the person that drives the getaway car for bad guys. Uh. So you're an undercover cop, but you're posing as a wheelman for, for a crime ring. So they, they have you prove your, your stuff to them by driving real fast and the game starts off like in a parking garage and you have to get out of the parking garage really fast but once you get past that then you can go into either the mission mode or you can go into you know just kind of free free roam mode and there was both san francisco and miami were your two places that you could play in oh and it was fun because you could drive around and if you didn't obey the traffic laws then the cops would come after you <laughs> and the cops would try to like run you off the road and uh, and we just loved that game. Me and my friends would play that game, and you know, see how see how bad we could piss off the cops. And in Miami, there was when you get down towards the beaches of Miami, they've got the little barrier islands, which they represent in this game. And the barrier islands have like little bridges that go from the mainland over to the barrier islands. And if you wanted to piss off the cops and have them chase you really fast, and then hit one of those bridges, they'd go flying through the air. <laughs> And it's funny because you hear the, wee, 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 you know, behind you as you're as you're driving, and then when they crash, it goes, wee, 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 wee. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd be crashed, and then you'd be in the in the clear for a while, and then somebody else would see you doing something bad, and they'd start chasing you. So that was like, and this is before like GTA Three, 
So it was it was fun to drive around and evade the cops and stuff. That mm-hmm. I don't even know if I ever played all the way through the mission mode, you know, playing the story <laughs> mode part. <laughs> we just like to just see how, how bad we crash. Games. Yeah. So similar to that, we had a game called Midnight Club Racing, which was a racing game. It was like street racing. You know, it was in that kind of uh, import car Japanese style, uh, you know, just like the Fast and the Furious type movies, street racing type game and uh but it also had a uh, an open world aspect to it and that's all we ever did we just drive <laughs> around look for uh look for things to jump off of because there'd be like a car carrier or there'd be like um some some wood specifically placed in an area that's like angled that you could drive up onto and you'd crash through a building or something so that was that was the fun part of that just driving around and and seeing how far you could jump and stuff. And I think I've I've told you guys before that as me and uh, my friends would sit on the couch when you pass the controller around and play these type games, the driver in the Midnight Club, we we said, hey, it'd be really cool if you could get out of your car and, like, pick a different car. You know, walk around, pick a different yeah. car. <laughs> and then, you know, get the ch- cops to chase you and then maybe steal their car. And, you know, <laughs> then you could chase other people around. And then, what, a couple months later, GTA 3 comes out. <laughs> and it's like, hey, do we get any... Uh, Where any, are your like, royalties at? Royalties for this? Because we, <laughs> we basically invented this game sitting on the couch. You know, everything that we dreamed of was in this one game. So, yeah, we can't, we can't talk about racing or driving games without talking about the GTA series. And GTA 3 was definitely the, the land-breaking one that, that brought it into that, what we know today. And it's crazy to think that it's been 20-something years and they've only got two more games, right? <laughs> GTA 4 and then GTA 5. So I guess GTA 3 had a couple sequels. It had the Vice City and uh, Liberty Stories and stuff. Aren't they in production of the next game right now? They've been in production of the next game for, I think, <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> but they're still making money with GTA 5. Oh my god, they're still making so much money with that. So... And that's that's one of those games that has survived despite the fact that every parent has tried to say that you'll never sell another game again. <laughs> it's horrible what you're doing. But yeah, so uh, GTA 3, awesome game. Getting into a more modern uh, game... One of the one of the more recent ones that I've picked up and, and have really enjoyed is the Forza Horizon series. Mm. I think Forza, the the Forza series is kind of Microsoft slash Xbox's answer to the Gran Turismo series, but Forza Horizon is more open world and like buy different cars, upgrade them, and and go and race different people. It's not just go to the track and and race your car type thing. So the Horizon series has been really fun, um, having the open world aspect to it and just tooling around if you want to. And it's got big maps. I played. I think I started playing with Horizon Three, and I've played uh, every one on and off since then. Which the newest one is included with the uh, Game Pass, so get to play that one for free. Nice. Which, which is cool because they they try to sell you you know DLC packs, which is fine. You know, if they they let you play the game for free and they want to sell you DLC packs to get different motorcycles or different cars or something, that's that's pretty cool. I got no problems with that. 
And then last but not least, there is one MMO on my list. MMO? Yes. What? An MMO called MCO. And it's Motor City Online. What? And this is early, early MMO days, like 1998, 1999, somewhere in that range. And it was a a online online multiplayer game where you start off with a you know crappy car and you race it and you win some money and you buy upgrades and you go to the junkyard and you buy parts and you go to the classified section and you buy parts and you buy different cars and you fix them up you upgrade your engine and and then you go and do other races and it was cool because the community was so awesome like you'd you'd see people online and you'd like recognize their name even this is before having like friends lists or having uh-huh. discord or having any kind of way of communicating with people but you'd see because <laughs> there there i think there was like maybe six servers five or six servers and you would log into the same one every time of course that's where your game was and you'd see the same names and you'd be like oh hey you want to race and it was awesome and I think it was uh, Electronic Arts. Oh. So, so you kind of know where this is going, right? <laughs> <laughs> At some point, they just turned off the server. Oh. And there is still today a Motor City Online fan club on Facebook. Wow. Where people have like gotten lawyers and, and uh, written letters to EA saying, please just open source <laughs> the, the server software. You know, we'll buy the service offer from you and so we can set up servers. And people just want to play it that bad, but Oh. I don't think they're ever gonna ever gonna do it. It's no club penguin. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was a lot of fun. And uh that's that's a condensed version of my <laughs> my favorite racing games. <laughs> I, I could probably do this for another 17 hours, but nobody would listen anyway, so. Well, I think I remembered one while you were talking, but then I forgot it. I so remember I Driver. I you remember Driver? I played on the iPad. Yeah, yeah it was a good game. You guys played a lot of games on the iPad that I didn't play. Mm-hmm. I only played the open world version, though, and I would follow all the traffic rules <laughs> and then if I was risky, feeling risky, I would drive a little faster. <laughs> wait for the sirens. Wow. And then slow down. They're like, where'd they go? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was a that was a good game. And they've had sequels to that game too over the years, but it never kind of had the same same popularity as some of its competitors, like Grand Theft Auto and stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember playing pretend with your little, like, wheel controllers, steering wheel controllers. Like, we oh, would yeah. just find find one. I don't know how many you had, but I, I remember like playing with them, like pretending I was driving and not even connecting it to a, g- a game. <laughs> That's funny. I'll tell you a quick story about Motor City Online. Okay. 
there was uh, what what's funny is the server I was on there was a guy named God that was his <laughs> that was his screen name okay and uh he had the high score in a couple of the races and he could never be beat so I don't know and and he had the game he had the name like early on so I don't know he, maybe he was one of the developers and he was just <laughs> uh you know messing with us all but um, there were several different race um, styles. Some were like oval track, you know, dirt track, you know, where you just race in a circle. Some were like open city, like street racing, where there's obstacles like parked cars and stuff you had to get around, and like pylons and bridges and stuff that you had to do. And and you would, as you got better and better, you could you could get your car tuned up for a particular track or a particular race and and get pretty good. And there was one that I was pretty good at, not not good enough to like get set high scores or anything, but I could consistently win money at. And this is again in the early early days of internet and in the early days of eBay. And, and <laughs> I had amassed a million dollars. Whoa. And sold it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> and Actually got a thousand dollars of real cash. What? What? For playing this game. What? But, but it took me a month to do it, and it it made me like almost dread playing the game. <laughs> and it's funny because I'd get home from work and I'd be like, uh, "Hey, honey, uh, you getting dinner ready? Good. I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna go to work in the office." And I'd be racing the same stupid race over and over and over again. Just to hit that one million dollar mark, and and uh, yep, one thousand dollars cash. Because you um, knew someone would buy it. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Was I alive at this point? Uh, I think around? this was just before, just before you were born, probably. <laughs> and then they shut the server down, and, and you were racing your car. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> racing the car. <laughs> And then they shut the server down and my hopes of becoming internet rich just disappeared. <laughs> well, now you can do that in games like WoW and make money. <laughs> yeah, but I guess this game didn't have Chinese uh, server farms of like <laughs> a million people all just farming dollars for it. Animal Crossing Nook Mile ticket economy. <laughs> yep. So that was my claim to fame in, in racing games. Selling, selling my soul on eBay. What'd you buy with your thousand dollars? I don't know. Diapers. <laughs> Diapers. <laughs> the new baby. Diapers for that stupid kid that we decided to have. <laughs> Maybe a crib. <laughs> but yep, good times. And uh, I look forward to even more racing games because they they always pique my interest. That'll always be a love of mine. Is is the racing genre. So nice. cool. Any any final thoughts, anybody? Hmm. Make them easier. Make racing games easier. <laughs> I think that's just a you problem. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> if you spent um, a month working on the same track, you'd get pretty good at it, I promise you. You're right. Well, cool. I think that's going to wrap up this episode. And we thank you, as always, for, for listening. 
hopefully we won't uh, we got the we got the holidays coming up so we may miss an episode right around uh, the end of December but I think we've got a a plan for the next couple episodes so I think we're good there but thank you for listening go ahead and uh, check out that YouTube channel if you want to see some of those controller reviews I'm always I've got a controller fetish I wouldn't say that here. <laughs> it sounds like I've just started a started a, a counseling session. Hi, uh, my name's Chris. No. I've got a controller fetish, oh, but I love my. testing out controllers. So if you uh, if you want to see which controllers work best for which different types of uh, games, then go ahead and check out that YouTube channel. You'll see uh, you'll see my fetish in the flesh. No. Ew. <laughs> Play, play the music. <laughs> In the episode yeah, let's, already. Let's roll one out. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Peace, peace out. Peace out. And peace out. out. Thank you for listening to the Family Geekery Podcast. For more information, visit www.familygeekery.com. Don't forget to subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. And until next time, peace out and geek out. It's not like a foot fetish or anything. No! You can use the word fetish without being disgusting. No, you can't.